Zin? Sorry, we're getting to this a little bit late. We are. Uh, but a, a special, you know, we had Roseanne Barr the other day. And uh, now we have Andrew Dice Clay. The two of them are teaming up uh, for a concert tour, which is only starting with three dates. But, but it seems like it's percolating a little bit. It may end up being something much bigger. Uh, we got a chance to talk to Andrew Dice Clay, who was really just... <laughs> what did you call him earlier? Like, he was... Uh, Friendly, happy, funny. I don't remember the word you used, but he was really good. I don't remember. Really good. So, I mean, here is us talking with Andrew Dice Clay and uh, and, uh, and and the whole thing with Roseanne. So when he says Rose or Rosie, he's talking about Roseanne Barr and them teaming up for a couple of dates. And it will become a bigger tour eventually and, and get to you. But here is Dice. How's it going? What, what is going on? That's what I got to know. What, what do, do you, you mean, what's <laughs> going on? What's, what's the God, matter? God, what, I miss you. What, what's the matter? What's the matter? You, you want to tell me, I, I got a question for you guys. Okay. Don't mess around with it, all right? <laughs> you know, because before when I called, I had some girl wanting to know what contest I was calling in for. Oh, yeah. no. And then hanging up on me. Oh. This, this idiot. Okay? That's unfortunate. And, and I'm sitting here, but this is this is what the world has become because, because maybe you guys got the answer to this. I don't know. What's with the popcorn with the sweet and the salty? <laughs> I no was that. That's what I want to know. Is that where we went wrong? You know, <laughs> this is what's going on with the world. This is why nobody's getting any. And wh- why can't they just have popcorn? <laughs> why do I have to go in and all of a sudden see cracked pepper popcorn? <laughs> Maybe you guys can answer this. <laughs> I don't know if and we're at that habanero, level. Mango, mm. habanero, mm. popcorn. Right. Did you ever try what to... happened to just plain salt? Or butter. Dice, you tell me. When's the last and time you you'll tr- know what's going on in the world? When's the last time you tried to buy beer? Remember when beer tasted like beer? <laughs> I don't. I don't really drink beer. I know people look at me like I drink beer. I don't believe in beer. Hmm. I like orange crushed soda. <laughs> I believe in that. <laughs> I believe in vanilla, like swirl soda. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Or creamsicle. Pepper. But I'll tell you, if you really want to get me crazy over this stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I just just give me the answer. Coca Pepsi, which one? Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi. No. Yes. No, I'm a Coke guy. Pepsi. Yeah. See, this is the problem when I go into a restaurant and I go, "Yeah, can I get a Coke?" And they go, "We only have Pepsi." And I'm sitting there laughing and go, "What part of Coca Cola didn't you understand?" <laughs> you know, did I ask for a Pepsi? <laughs> it's just the same color. It's a complete different soda. You got to understand, these are the things that make me become, like, reclusive. I don't leave the house. (laughs) Dice, you got to stop sweating the small stuff, man. This isn't the small stuff. This is the light stuff. Our whole life, wherever you drive around, you see gigantic billboards. Coke, Pepsi. (laughs) Two different things. If it was the same thing, there Mm. would only be one. Right. That's right. If I'm in a restaurant and I'm on a date with some new chick I'm trying to impress, and I say to the guy, yeah, two Coca-Colas, and he goes, well, we only have Pepsi. It's like I want to bash your skull into the table and go, did I ask you for Pepsi? So then what do you do when that happens? Do you see the difference? Let me ask you. I do. Yeah. Your, which, who am I talking to? Well, Roger and JP, two of us. The one with the All good right, voice Roger. is Roger. Roger. Right. When you're in a restaurant, do you know the difference between Dr. Pepper and Dr. Brown's? Yes, absolutely. Two different doctors, right? Right, absolutely. Okay. So you mean your pressure doesn't go through the roof? 
I, he wears for one and they only have the other? I've get, I guess I've capitulated. As I have Coke or Pepsi, I take whichever one they have in the end. Uh, you are right. Coca-Cola see, tastes different from Pepsi. guys that just settles, dog. Yeah, I know I settled. You know what I mean? I don't right. settle. I don't buy butter with sea salt in it. <laughs> sea salt needs to be something that got in my mouth and you spit out in the ocean. <laughs> but now it's in butter, so I haven't had butter in years because people didn't go to the manager of the grocery and go, why is there salt in the butter? Why is there sea salt in my butter? <laughs> These are the problems of the world. This is why everybody's out of their mind. How are you, Dice? You good? <laughs> How am I? I'm, I'm very good. I'm very excited. I was supposed to be patched in with Rose. and I know. You know she and, was. And I don't know what was going on there. She did was. Talk to her? We, we did. did. She was great. You have to tell us. We shared ambient stories. And she said, uh-huh. when you talk to Andrew, you have to ask him about his ambient story. <laughs> 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 I stopped taking Ambien 15 years ago because, you know, we were talking a little about, like, what happened with her. And, you know, when somebody's on something like Ambien, when somebody's on something like Ambien. Right. Okay. Hold on. Andrew, you got somebody chiming in on you. Yeah, there's somebody who. uh... Uh, I have to look. Hang on a second. Hello. 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 Yeah, Andrew, we still have you, but we have someone else chiming in on the phone. We have you. Who introduced you. Your girl is chiming in on this. Hello. Now her phone is picked up, and we're we're hearing her and uh, other people in that office besides you, which we don't want. Who who is it, Rose? Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's whoever the girl was who called, and I think her, I don't remember what her name was. Annie, Annie, maybe Annie. Oh, Annie. Yeah, we can hear her, and it sounds. Oh, oh now she hung Annie up. Hang the phone up. <laughs> there you go. Now we're good. Now we can hear you. Yeah, and we're back. This is the, my representation. I'll come there. I'll choke it at death. <laughs> this is this is why we weren't patched in before. This is what goes on in my career. <laughs> People always say to me, "How did you ever become successful with the way you operate your business?" Mm. And my answer is simple: I have no idea. <laughs> I just have no idea. People say to me, "How do you find a handle on a coffee cup with what goes on in your life?" <laughs> but Back to the ambient. Yes, sir. Yeah, years ago when I couldn't sleep, which which I still didn't sleep on ambient. See, that's the problem, mm-hmm. and that's sort of you know how Rosie got in trouble. Right. You know, if you don't just if you take an ambient and you don't just lay down, if you lay down, you'll be out in five minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you don't just lay down, you know, like I I, I would put my son to sleep as a black man. You understand? You turn into characters when you're on ambient. Oh, no. Everything in the refrigerator. Yeah. I would either become a colonel, you know, uh, a colonel from, from the Marines, mm-hmm. or, or or a black man from the ghetto, or a dice the criminal. Really? You know, which I would call my friends and set up very intricate robberies of different department stores and banks <laughs> and as a criminal that's amazing yeah and what my friend couldn't understand because he would call me like the next day and he'd say somewhere in la you have a garage full of millions of dollars it has to be (laughs) because because you don't just talk about a robbery you tell me where it is how we're getting in who the garage Mm. who the inside guy is what kind of cement was used to make the building and how easy it is to drill through it. 
He goes, you you have all this all this everything you need to actually pull these robberies off. And I and I would tell him I have no recollection. And then a guy gave me a CD, another friend of mine, a comic, Mike Black, and he gave me two CDs full of these calls that I left on his machine. Whoa! It's Dice the Criminal or Ma, Ma, um, Ma, the black guy. His name was Marvin, and um, I forgot the Colonel's name. But what was funny is at the time I, w I was going out with my opening act, Eleanor. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know how she found her way into my bed and she's going to be on this tour with us. And I'd be in the living room, uh, I don't know, 530 in the morning in an apartment building. Mm -hmm. And the Colonel and Marvin crossed paths. Like, like their worlds would collide because somehow Marvin was sentenced to be in the Marines, but he didn't like the Colonel. You understand? <laughs> so, so oh, yeah, the Colonel would be like, you are in this U.S. military, young man, and you will take orders from me. And Marvin was like, yo, mother <laughs> you don't talk to Marvin like that. I go AWOL, mother I go, hey, well, you're never going to find my black ass. <laughs> you know? You'd have arguments with and yourself. All of a sudden, you got to understand, <laughs> Eleanor was, you know, a new girlfriend of mine. And here she'd come into the living room because when you stay on Ambien and you're awake, <laughs> you're in this, like, dream state. You're, like, you're half awake, but you're not awake. So you sort of know what you're doing, but you don't know what you're doing mm -hmm. or why you're doing it. And she'd be like, she'd have to refer to me like as Marvin or the Colonel and go, Marvin, you need to come inside and lay down. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the neighbor next door would leave notes on the door hmm. about the insanity that was going on at five and six in the morning. Holy crap. And she, she wound up moving out. Because she couldn't take it anymore. This was an everyday routine. Did you put any of that in the Dice show that was on Showtime? That show was great, by the way. You killed no, it. none of that. You should There is no more Dice show because they didn't listen to me. Mm. Uh... Yeah, I, I invent the show about my life, and then they hire like a big-time, big-shot showrunner that doesn't want to hear any of my ideas about mm. my life. And I said, why don't we just call the show Bill? Guys, the only thing that they ever used that I gave them was when I talked about the, um, which is now on my Instagram. You know, I, I did a garbage run with my boys when we left Vegas the other day and uh, was dumping garbage. We've been dumping garbage since they're 7 and 11 years old, which is, believe it or not, more fun than going to Disneyland. <laughs> right. And, I would capture it and I would do coverage of it because there's nothing, there's no better feeling than when you just take bags and bags of garbage, dump it illegally, which you get just a complete rush, and just make it somebody else's problem. <laughs> there's nothing like that rush, huh? <laughs> there's nothing like that rush. I don't care what you, I don't care if you like to go water skiing or, you know, you know, skiing down the French Alps. I don't care what you want to call a rush in this world, you know, jumping out of 
planes and parachutes. Nothing more intense <laughs> than just going to an illegal dumpster, you know, and trying to keep it under 30 seconds. <laughs> you know. Well, when I saw the know. show, I know that, you know, the idea to do this big show with Roseanne, which I think is a great idea, you know, because the outlaws of comedy, I'm like, I almost feel like that show softened you a little bit. Almost like Howard doing... No, um, it's a TV show, you know. Right. That's what I'm saying. No, number, here, where was the romance in the show? Every week we saw Natasha Leggero just lay into me as my girlfriend. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Why didn't we ever see why she's in love with this guy? Mm. Like I used to tell the showrunner, I go, can I just say something to you? I go, you know nothing about romance if this is how you write a show. <laughs> And I had a big problem that this guy didn't write any romance because I know you guys might not know it, but uh, <laughs> I'm is Mr. Romance. <laughs> of course you, you know, are. Don't go by the stage, Jack. Go by, right. you know, the women that have been with me in my life 10 years, 9 years, mm. 16 years. They stick around. You're doing something right. That's right. And it's called Lava Lights. <laughs> are you still smoking? <laughs> I know you. No, no. I hold unlit cigarettes. I don't smoke anymore. Mm. Was it before the heart attack or after you quit? No, I've done this twice in my life. When 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 I had the heart attack, I just quit that day. It was done. Right. Mm, wow. You know, which even my sons couldn't understand because they go, "We understand that you want to stop smoking, but you're not even complaining that you can't light it up." Because they would see me go through a pack of cigarettes just hanging out in the backyard while we just got stoned out of our minds, you know. Right. And um, I go, because I'm a non-smoker now. They build it up so they make you chew the gums and the chantics and the, all the nonsense. You know, in the meantime, you know, I, I didn't have like a major heart. I had a little heart attack where I said, I'm done with the cigarettes. That right. was it, that day. Good job. I did the same thing well. when I quit. I was just done. You got to the point where I'm like, I don't even like this. There was like a couple Same of cig day, right? couple of cigarettes a day that I enjoyed. I enjoyed after food. I enjoyed after a joint and uh -huh. and after sex. And other than that, everything yeah, like, else. And, and like when you're on the phone, you know. Right. Like I'm holding an unlit cigarette now, but I have no desire to light it. Yeah. You know, I think the public, you know, they, 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 they want to sell stuff. TV and advertisements, they put it in a head. It's the hardest thing. It's harder than quitting heroin. It was one of the easiest things I quit, see? Mm. I quit what I did. I quit for 10 years when my kids were little. Mm -hmm. Same way. I just quit in a day. Like, I just stopped smoking. And then I went back to it. I, I, I hate to say when I went through a lot of loss with my parents. Right. You know. That could happen. So, that happens. You know, it was within a few years of each other and. When when I thought my father was going to go, I just lit up. Wow. And I had this little problem, and I just stopped. You know? And, and plus, I'm in the gym all the time. It's like, it, it, you know, it, it wasn't really affecting that, but it was like, I'm just glad I'm done with it. Hey, the, the, the show with Roseanne, your idea? Yes. Why? Wait, wait, what okay. made you think of it? Can I talk about this? Yeah, I want to hear about it. Because honestly, when they, came to okay. us with, when they came to us with it, we were like, they were like, do you want to get involved with this show? It's going to mm -hmm. be Dice and Roseanne. And I go, holy, that's going to be great. Okay. And well, yes, yeah, I don't know if everybody when you when you pitched that idea, if everybody said, holy, that's going to be great, or if they said, are you nuts? 
No. Everybody loved it. Yeah. I mean, all right, this is what happened. So many moons ago when my career took off, you know, when I had on Rodney's Young Comedian special and all of a sudden Uh I'm doing between 80 and 100,000 people a week, right? So I was attacked completely (laughs) by the media. I mean, for years. Mm -hmm. Right, of course. There was no comics that went to bat for me. They were putting, they were making up morning talk shows on TV just to discuss why this guy shouldn't be allowed to perform. Now, I was doing nothing different material-wise than, let's say, Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy or any of the, you know, the, the, the you know, the outspoken, you know, tell it the way it is comics like George Carlin. Mm-hmm. But there was a whole, what I would call, eldersy image behind Dice. He was bigger than life. The collars were nine feet tall. I had a pompadour ten feet high. I, I like modeled myself after after who I idolized, who was Elvis. So the public was eating it up, but the media was just knocking it down. Of course, and the more they knocked it down, the bigger I got. Actually, right. And but nobody ever came to my defense. No comics. Nothing. So now here we are. And I came through all that, obviously, and. You know, now I've built this incredible other career on top of the stand-up with the acting, with Woody and Scorsese and all these guys, and now uh, Gaga, where the star is born. It's all great stuff. But I love live performing, all right? So while this is going on, all of a sudden, Roseanne, who also had a love for Ambien. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and who's somebody I'm friends with for about 33 years, okay? Mm-hmm. She said whatever she said. Mm-hmm. And and for saying that, she loses the job. Number one, she had the biggest. Number one, it was the first reboot of a show. Mm-hmm. And the biggest show that aired on TV. It became, in one night, the biggest show in the world. And, and she loses her job over this. And her agents and her management. And I'm sitting there thinking, no way. You know, it just doesn't sit right with me. And I'm, I'm one of the edgiest guys ever on stage. I mean, I, I am nothing politically correct. Right. You know, I don't talk politics. I don't care who's in the White House, what they're doing. You know, when I hear political conversations, I go, is that really where everybody is? It's the one thing you learn as a kid. Don't ever talk politics. It's a a non-winning conversation. Mm. You know, if you both don't love the person in this particular office, who's going to win the argument? Nobody. Two dummies yelling at each other. Or a room full of dummies yelling at each other. Now it's a country full of dummies yelling at each other. Half against half, right? And trust me, Trump sleeps like a baby at night. He couldn't care less. You know, and, and and this isn't me behind him or backing him. This is me just knowing him and knowing how he is. The only thing that gets him mad is if a celebrity says something. He'll start yelling about, uh, what's his name, Bette Midler. Like, you know, <laughs> right. He doesn't care if world leaders are pissing all over him. Uh, you know, yeah. so Carol King said something or whoever. You know. Carol King. going to keep him up. Like, why would she say it? Not Carol King. What's her name? Bette Midler. Yeah, That's yeah. what bothers him because he loves show business. <laughs> so anyway, I don't get into all of that. But when she lost her job, 
you know, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll back her up. And, and, and we spoke. And I, I had her come to the Laugh Factory where I perform a lot in mm. Tropicana in Vegas. And she didn't know she's going up really, you know. And I'm like, you need to go up there. Okay. So I'm doing my show. Because it takes balls. You don't know how the crowd yep. is going to work. Right. And when I introduced her, the room went berserk. Okay? Standing ovation. It was it was unbelievable to watch. And I just sat back on a stool and let her do her thing. And she was amazing. Mm. And afterwards, I said, you see? I go, I went through the same thing in a different way. I go, the public loves you. You know? The bull, the media, the, you know, the fake news people, whatever we want to call them today, I go, don't worry about them. We're going to do an incredible tour together. We're going to put it together because, you know, your story doesn't end with getting fired. You know what your story's going to do? You know, we're going we're to play the biggest places, you know, because we're both, we both have been through a ton of controversy, you know what I mean, our whole career. Remember when she, she did the Star Spangled Banner and she spit like a ball player does? Yep. Yeah. Yep, San Diego. And what the media spin that into? Oh, she's spitting on the country? No, stupid. <laughs> she's spitting like the pitcher does right. before he throws out the ball. Right. You know, <laughs> it was just acting out, being a ball player. Right. And they turned that into a horror story. She did grab her crotch, just like a ball player. Did. That too. Right. <laughs> So you're going to do these three shows. You're hoping it goes further. You sound like you you have it in your head, like these three are, are just the opening things. This is going to get big. So we're going to mow through the country, and we're going to give people comedy no holds. I said, you stay and do whatever you want on that stage. I mean, my opening act, who, who is not obviously as well-known as Mia Roseanne, Eleanor Kerrigan, mm-hmm. she couldn't care less who's in that audience. I mean, she's just an animal. You know, and then Roseanne, as we know, is just an animal right. that will just say and do whatever it takes to make an audience laugh. And, and me, I, I am an animal. That's why I what wear a lion mean? around my neck. <laughs> you know, because I've been backed against the wall enough times, and I'm not a Leo. You know, the beauty of the lion is when he's backed against the wall, this is what makes him the king of the jungle, his claws come out. And that's where he could kick a bear's ass. <laughs> you understand? Got it. <laughs> that's how it works. That's awesome. So he's not the big, I mean, he's got a great, I mean, let's face it, the lion's got a certain look. He's got the hair. That's right. You know, he's got the attitude. That's right. But why? What makes him the king? Because when he's backed up against a wall by a bear, and a, and a giraffe or something, <laughs> his claws come out. He goes, you got two choices, my friend. <laughs> you need know, to turn around, walk away. That's what the lion says in his own words. Yeah. Walk away. Do yourself a favor. Right. It's a beauty, beautiful, sunny Southern California day. You can either walk away and go to the beach and lay there <laughs> and enjoy the chicks walking around mm-hmm. wearing nothing. The same chicks that'll be on CNN going, he, he touched my shoulder. Oh, really? I'm sorry, human behavior. I'm sorry I touched your shoulder to take a picture. I'm sorry. Oh, you look pretty in that dress. I'm taking you to court. This is how 
dumb they are today. I look at women and I go, you want to be able to pay your mortgage? You want to go out there and work 90 hours a week? You know, God gave you that set of monsters that hang under your chin so you wind up in a nice house in the Hamptons. You understand what's happening? You know, and you want to yell about a guy said something. He mentioned my cleavage. Be happy you have a cleavage or you have no life. Be happy that that, that butt of yours sticks out a foot and a half and you weren't born with what You know, girls that are born, I don't want to say this out loud, Girls that are born with like a, a flat behind, yeah, it's a pity because they're never getting married. <laughs> or a job. I don't care. I don't care how big or or they, that their boobs are, or if they get you know the rubber that they could stuff in them now to make them look like boobs. I don't even know what they put in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's ice packs, whatever. <laughs> I use it on my back. I don't care how big those are. If you walk by me, are we allowed to say yes or but? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Ass is good, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they walk by you if there's no ass. You got no date. You got no future. You got no marriage. You got no kids. You better get a good job. You better be smart. <laughs> if you have no ass, it's <laughs> good yeah. to know. See, I could deal with a chick. Nice wisdom that has like little tic tac boobs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, because structurally, you know, I go for the bottom half. Mm -hmm. You got a big, 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 fat, what? rubbery <laughs> ass the yes. size of a garbage can. That's right. You're going to get a ring. <laughs> you're going to get an Escalade. You're going to get a, 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 a platinum credit card. You're going to have a nice life. You got no oh, ass. Too much. You're behind the counter at Starbucks getting me a croissant. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> right on. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay, we got to go. Right Thanks on, for the man. time, Dice. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. You take, take care. care. See you. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time. You no, got it. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. <laughs> so there's Andrew Dice Clay in all his glory. You all right, Monica? Can we talk to him forever, please? Just like forever. <laughs> we almost did. I just want to always <laughs> talk to him. Yeah. Okay. A little, He's a good time. Uh, we're going to uh, pull a little behind the curtain. Hmm. That conversation went on for 45 minutes. Yeah, there's 21 minutes on the cutting room floor at the moment. Right. <laughs> That's there's 21 minutes we didn't share because it was just like... You know, he was either talking about New York stuff or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it didn't have to play. You know? Dice being dice. But he was we had 46 minutes with him. And we never interview anybody for 46 minutes. Nobody no. can be interesting for 46 minutes. He was. Oh, he totally can. I could listen to him talk about flat butts forever, and I don't even know why. It's horrible. It's horribly I know. funny. It's horrible. It's awful. It stands for nothing. Totally insulting, it. politically it's incorrect. Hysterical. I can't help it. I think it's the accent that sells him. If he didn't talk like this about a Coke, then it wouldn't be yeah. funny. It, just the right. way it is. Like oh, the lion giraffe thing. That was pretty good, too. Yeah, he's all right. Andrew Dice Clay, there he is. So a little peek into that and uh, him and Roseanne teaming up for a tour, which should grow after they do their initial three dates in the fall and then become a thing. They already have theaters starting to sign on. So we'll see. See how it goes and see how big that gets. Mr. and Mrs. America Tour. Roger and JP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio. We'll be right back.